Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. We refer today to today, the second Sunday after Easter, as the Sunday of the Good Shepherd, because our gospel lesson, of course, comes from Jesus' discourse in John chapter 10, where he begins by ter- telling a parable. This comes just before uh, what you actually heard just read. He tells a parable of a sheepfold, which has a shepherd and a door and a doorkeeper and a thief and a robber and a stranger and some sheep. So there's the parable, he tells this parable, and uh, it says that they didn't understand the parable. They didn't have any idea what he was talking about, so he goes on to tell them a little bit about the parable and explain it to them. He's talking to the Pharisees, and he tells them that he is the door of the sheepfold, and that only those sheep who go in through him will be saved. He then goes on to say, not only is he the door, he says that I am the good shepherd, I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Unlike the hired hand who runs off and abandons the sheep at the first sign of trouble, the attacking wolf, he then says again, I am the good shepherd. And he says, I know my sheep and they know me. We have an intimate relationship. And he says something startling. He says, in the same way, I know them and they know me in the same way that I and the Father know one another. In this way, I know the sheep, and they know me. And then he says, I lay down my life for the sheep. He says, this is why the Father loves me. (laughs) Because I lay down my life for the sheep. Then he says, no one takes it from me, I lay it down of my own free will. And this is the commandment of my Father. He also tells them, that he has sheep of another sheepfold. And he says, they too are going to listen to my voice because they're my sheep, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Now, Jesus uh, referring to himself as a shepherd would not have been a strange motif for the Jews. Not only were were the uh, leaders of Israel regularly referred to as shepherds, as under-shepherds, but God himself, Throughout the entire Hebrew scriptures, God himself is considered the shepherd of Israel who leads Joseph like a flock. Now a shepherd does three primary things. He gathers together, he feeds, and he protects. He gathers, he feeds, and he protects. Ezekiel says that God as a shepherd seeks out his flock On the day he is among his scattered sheep. So I will seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloud and dark day. He gathers the sheep which are scattered. We remember in the gospel when Jesus saw the multitude, he says he was moved with compassion because they were scattered as sheep 
without a shepherd. Jesus laid down his life for them, secondly, not just to save them from the wolf, but ultimately in order to create one flock in one sheepfold with one shepherd. So the shepherd gathers the sheep together into one flock. Secondly, the shepherd also feeds and nurtures the sheep. We read from David, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Isaiah tells us that God will feed his flock like a shepherd. And Jesus says in our gospel lesson today, that if anyone enters in through him, through the door, they will come in and go out and they will find pasture. They will find pasture, sustenance, nurture, feeding. He also says, I have come. In this same passage, he says, I have come that they may have life and may have it abundantly. The shepherd feeds his sheep, not with rations of gruel. No, he feeds them abundantly. The shepherd gathers and he feeds, but he also protects. Ezekiel, again, speaking of God as shepherd, says, As I live, says the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey, and my flock became food for every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, nor did my shepherds search for my flock. The shepherd protects the flock. In our gospel lesson this morning, Jesus tells us, through all of this, he says, uh, there's a creepy stranger lurking about trying to keep the sheep to follow him. He talks about the stranger and they won't listen to him. He's creepy, you know. Here's a lollipop, little sheep. You know, I don't know, whatever. Here's a tuft of light, nice, green, delicious grass. Now, they're not going to listen to him. There's a creepy stranger. There's also a guy who answered an ad for an easy day's work. The first sign of trouble, he runs off. He doesn't really care about the sheep. There's a lying, deceitful thief, a robber. He creeps in, Jesus says, to steal, kill, and destroy. And then finally, there are wolves. There's a wolf stalking about the perimeter, preparing to attack and kill and ravish and devour the sheep. It's dangerous out there for the sheep. But the shepherd, the good shepherd, protects the sheep. And in the case of Christ, he protects the sheep with his very life. He lays down his life for the sheep. Twice Jesus says this in this teaching, pointing to his sacrificial death on the cross. Now in a real life situation, if the shepherd dies in an attack, that's not good because then there's no more shepherd. And the sheep are then vulnerable for the next attack. But in our case, it's fine. Because he says, I take my life up again. <laughs> so he dies and then he comes back. Forever. So we don't have to worry about that. Jesus said to us, in this world you will have trouble. We need the shepherd to protect the sheep. Because we live in a dangerous world. Peter said to beware because the devil prowls about. Seeking whom he may devour. And yet... And yet, at the same time that we live in a dangerous and troubled world, Jesus promised us peace, peace that passes all understanding. He promised us pasture, as he does in this passage, an abundant life, as he does in this pasture, passage. Just after he says, be of, uh, you know, 
you will have trouble in this world, what's the very next thing he says? Be of good cheer. <laughs> Be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. The good shepherd, he gathers, he feeds, he protects. He protects. And we need his protection. There are three things that cause us fear and anxiety in this world. Three things that rob us of our peace and our confidence. Three things which emaciate us and cause us to be discontent and lost. The first is being isolated and alone. Being isolated and alone. The second is being without sustenance, without nurture. And the third is being vulnerable to the violent attacks of our enemies, both demonic and our own sinful passions. Christ, our good shepherd, has laid down his life for us. We are no longer alone. We are no longer isolated. We are no longer scattered. He has gathered us together as one people. He has also led us into a verdant pasture. He has fed us, sustained us, nurtured us, given us everything we need. St. John says in his Apocalypse, the shepherd and the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will lead them to living fountains of water and wipe away every tear from their eyes. Indeed, he nurtures and feeds us very well. He feeds us with his very own flesh and blood and makes us immortal. He's also protected us. He's protected us from the demons. He's protected us from the power of sin which permeates this fallen and corrupt world. He's destroyed hell. He's destroyed death and sin in his flesh. He's been raised for our justification. And those who believe, those who are righteous and justified and know him, know this to be true. Christ is risen. He is our confidence. He is our peace. And we have confidence in him and in his victory over sin and hell. This morning, as I was preparing to prepare, I... Uh, took my diurnal and flipped through, and I read just very quickly, sort of scanned through, I read the first line of every verse of every lauds for every day of the week and every vespers for every day of the week. And I know most of them pretty well, so I just hit the, the beginning of each one and scanned through all of them. And again and again, there was a dominant message when you sort of like took it in as a whole that way. There was this dominant message that comes through so clearly in almost every psalm and every canticle. And it's basically, this is a dangerous world we live in, but we can rest in peace knowing that God has overcome our enemies and he will take good care of us like a good shepherd. I just want to give you one passage from um, Vespers on Sunday, tonight's Vespers. This is the passage that runs through every lauds and every vespers. It's the dominant message. This is from Psalm 112, the third psalm for tonight, which concerns the blessed man. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. That's how the psalm opens up. David says of this blessed man who fears the Lord, he says, he shall never be moved. He shall never be moved. 
He will not be afraid of evil tidings. I get evil tidings all the time. I think you ever get evil tidings? I get a whole list of them. They're in my email box. <laughs> and on my phone. In my text messages. I get one about every 10 minutes. This psalm comforts me. He shall not be moved. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. For his heart standeth fast and believeth in the Lord. His heart is established and will not shrink until he see his desires upon his enemies. I've got enemies and you've got enemies. And our Lord has been risen on high and given all power and authority and dominion until his enemies be made his footstool. He has placed us at his table in the midst of our enemies. If you're one of the righteous and if you believe in God and you know that Christ is risen from the dead, you shall never be moved and you will not be afraid of any evil tidings and your heart shall stand fast and believe in the Lord, and you will not shrink until you see your desire upon your enemies. I think this, this motif of Christ as the good shepherd, it's one thing for God of the Old Testament, you know, the Father the, that we can't, but it's a different thing for God the Son, who is man, who is consubstantial with us in our humanity, to reveal himself as the good shepherd, the one who lays down his life for the sheep and brings us into green pasture, who gathers us together and drives away the stranger, destroys the wolf with his own death. If we believe in him, in Christ, our good shepherd, are we confident enough to call upon him in times of trouble, trusting and knowing no matter what we face, no matter what we face, he will care for us. Do we want run for a pill? Do we run for a three-step, you know, fix? Or do we run to Christ? Do we pray? Do we seek Him for help, knowing that He will care for us? We must call upon the Lord in fervent and continuous prayer, trusting in the Good Shepherd, because He has laid down His life for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.